Hello and welcome to this Black Talk Radio News Commentary. My name is Scotty Reed. I got a pass or fail uh, episode for you, so we're going to take a look at some information. I'm going to start doing this on a regular basis because there is information that goes viral on social media and it is very incorrect. And when I say viral, I'm talking about like a thousand shares or more. Not so much about the likes, but how often someone believes something so much or co-signed on something so much they came across on social media that they give it a share, take that extra step to give it a share. So we're taking a look at this meme I came across that was put out by this page on Facebook that says, do you know that when slavery ended in the USA, slave quote owners received reparations from the government for losing property. And then they put us uh, in quotations and then they have a question mark. So I don't know what the punctuation is, is all about. Um, I guess they're asking the question, did you know? Um, the answer to that is nobody knows that because it's not true. It's just simply not true. Um, now, as long as I've been involved with the new abolitionist movement, um, hopefully we'll be coming back with new abolitionist radio. But since 2013, I've been looking at issues of not just reparations, but slavery as well, because slavery was never in fact abolished, even though we celebrating Juneteenth or recognizing Juneteenth this month. Um, no, slavery was never abolished by the 13th Amendment amendment and many of the state constitutions contain the same loophole that punishment for crime you know um but so but this is something that you can easily look up for yourself you could just go siri did the united states pay slave owners for a loss of their quote-unquote property you know that's something you could easily look up again 70 17 000 people um shared this particular meme and it is just completely false. It's completely incorrect. And if you have access to the internet, there's no excuse for you not checking facts. And why is this important? Well, number one, it's important to me because of I, I believe that I believe that social media brings about anti-intellectualism. And it also, I don't think I have, I'm breaking any news here by saying that it also spreads disinformation. And then people be arguing with each other or arguing a certain point. And it's just totally incorrect and they could have easily fact-checked that. So, you know, 17,000 people is not a lot of people in the grand schemes of things. But in terms of social media, 17,000 shares, uh, not to mention almost 1,000 likes of some very incorrect information. So all you would have had to do is, you know, if you were already well storied, then you know the 14th Amendment rendered that illegal and they could not do that. Uh, the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution pertains to citizenship rights, equal protection under the law, apportionment, and civil war debt. Now, this was passed by Congress on June the 13th, 1866. So yesterday would have been uh, an anniversary. Uh, ratified on July the 9th, 1868. The 14th Amendment changed a portion of Article 1, Section 2. A portion of the 14th Amendment was changed by the 26th Amendment. So look, let's go ahead and look at Section 4 of the 14th Amendment. And it states... Um, the validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred by payment of pensions and bounties for services in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned. So 
as an example, oh, paying these Civil War veterans their pensions. Oh, we're not going to question that. Or anybody that was drafted in, into service and we owe them any money or we contracted them to help us put down the rebellion, um, there'll be no question of those debts. Those debts will be paid, okay? Um, and then, you know, throughout history, we've had some people have to fight for to get that debt that was owed to them. Um, if we want to talk about uh, let's say Union Army pensions. Uh, we could talk about Harriet Tubman and and how you know she waited so late in life, or it was late in life in her life that she was finally able to get her pension. So, um, but it goes on to say, but neither the United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the United States or any claim for the loss of emancipation of any slave, but all such debts, obligations and claims shall be held illegal and void. So you have to ask these people where they get their information from. I mean, again, we're, we live in the internet age and I know the internet age is decades old long, but you know, when it first got popular or accessible in the 90s, it was known as the information highway. But yet it is also a conduit for a lot of wrong information or misinformation. So somebody might say, well, well, what does the 26th Amendment say? It said that section, um, excuse me, um, Amendment 14 was changed by the 26th Amendment. Well, it was just simply changed. It, it set a date, I mean, an age where one becomes eligible to vote. Um, it also held in the 14th Amendment that certain people couldn't vote or they lost all their rights. They were, you know, again, in rebellion, insurrectionists and what have you. So um, the 26th Amendment just pertains to the right to vote at the age of 18. And it just simply um, added that to the 14th Amendment. All right. And now here's another clue. If you know black history, Robert Smalls. Um, there should be a biography on Robert Smalls, just a fantastic story uh, as a victim of slavery, learned how to pilot ships um, and actually along with other enslaved sailors stole a, a, a military ship, warship from the Confederacy, sailed it past uh, Confederate territory or out of Confederate territory and hand delivered it, the vessel to the Union Army. And, and not only did he free himself and his fellow crew members, but their families as well. Very in-depth story. I don't have time to go into it now. But this part also speaks to people saying that um, these former slavers were paid for loss of their property or their victims. And that's simply not true. So uh, after the Civil War, besides becoming one of the first black persons elected in the South, uh, he, he served in South Carolina as a South Carolina U.S. Senator. But immediately following the war, he returned to his native of Buford, South Carolina, where he purchased his former master's house at 511 Prince Street, which Union tax authorities had seized in 1863 for refusal to pay taxes. So they took that man's property, not because 
Um, they took that man's property. They didn't reimburse him for the loss of his victims. Um, nothing of the sort. They actually took his property because he was probably saying, ah, he's probably one of those diehard Confederates and, and Dixiecrats and was like, hey, I'm not paying taxes to the union government. So they took it. And then along comes Mr. Smalls, who became quite successful in business as well as politics, uh, parlaying his heroic uh, deeds during the Civil War with the capture of that naval, Confederate naval vessel. He had made, you know, a considerable amount of money for a former victim of slavery. Um, this wasn't the norm, but he was able to, to purchase his former enslaver's mansion. Um, it says later the former owner sued to regain the property, but Smalls retained ownership in the court case. The case became an important precedent in other similar cases. His mother, Lydia, lived with him for the remainder of her life. He allowed his former master's wife, the elderly Jane Byrne McKee, to move into her former home or into his home. Prior to her death, Small spent nine months learning to read and write. He purchased a two-story Beaumont building to use as a school for African-American children. So, you know, what should have happened is the union should have seized this man's property, this former, uh, this Confederate uh, insurrectionist, they should have seized this property and divided it up among all of his victims. Robert Small shouldn't have had to purchase it or what have you. But again, this is just further proof that y'all are falling for the fake news because this absolutely uh, did not happen. The United States did not reimburse any slavers for the loss of their human cargo or property uh, just so it gets a fail. All right. Uh, continue to support the independent nonprofit media organization, Black Talk Media Project. Make a donation today. You can do so by going to blacktalkradionetwork.com, the award-winning platform that targets the global African diaspora. Peace and blessings to all.